0: episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen pin. Guys, I have a guest today, an amazing guest by the name of Dr. Moby. I know, I keep getting doctors. Really? Oh my gosh. So, but before we get into that, guys, if you have not heard, unfortunately, this past weekend, we lost Black Panther himself, Mr. Chadwick Boseman. And it really, really, I don't know, for this one, this was kind of hard for me. It really, really was. So I would love for us to take a moment out and take a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman. Mm -hmm. guys, like I was saying, I have Dr. Moby and he is a sleep doctor. We've talked about sleep before, but this is the first time we've had a sleep doctor. So Dr. Moby, introduce yourself to my listeners and tell them what you do.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm Dr. Moby and I do sleep medicine as a physician. I've been practicing more than 20 plus years also i practice um, hospital medicine but um, my specialty is sleep also i do a lifestyle show which is comes on lifestyle tv channel.com and youtube channels and it's watched in 130 countries also i'm author of book keep it simple diet sleep and exercise
0: Okay. So what exactly is sleep medicine? Because I know a lot of people, when they think of sleep medicine, they're thinking of, you know, you just go in for a sleep study, but I'm sure there's more to it than that. What exactly is sleep medicine and why is, you know, because this is not something you don't usually hear your doctor saying, okay, well, you know what? You're going to go, after we do this, you're going to go see the sleep doctor. Like That's not usually the person they're sending you to. So what is sleep medicine?
1: That's a good question. A lot of people don't know what uh, sleep is actually. So they have this uh, thought about sleep is you just shut your mind and just go to sleep and then wake up. So that's all they uh, know about sleep.
0: Right, right
1: and so so a lot of people say why we need to see doctor for that or what what does it mean um, so they don't know first of all what sleep does to somebody so sleep is where we're going to spend one third of our life you know eight out of eight hours out of 24 hours and that is uh, it's not just shutting your mind down so there's a lot of science behind it so what are some of the aspects i would like to highlight so your body rejuvenates, um, which means get needs to get ready for next day. Whether it's physical, um, you know, your muscles, bones, cells, all of them, or your emotions, memory, concentration, every your neurons, you know, they they are firing all day and they get exhausted. So they need a little break.
0: Okay. So you you did point that out now. The question I have is, because we normally see it in children where like, in other words, they're overtired and they are getting really cranky and nothing you say to them, is going right, they're trying to throw a temper tantrum. Does this also happen in adults? Like, Does this affect our moods?
1: Yeah, 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 and that's a big question. Uh, That's a very important, actually, because, yes, mood disorders play an important role uh, with sleep disorders. So uh, I'm sure everybody has seen when they don't sleep well, they'll be very cranky next day, and, you know, very short-tempered, you know, the memory will be really struggling and they're trying to kind of drag through the day. Uh, so that is true. So a lot of mood disorders have association to sleep disorders. Uh, and for the same fact, you know, a lot of people unfortunately take medications. Actually, they all they need is to improve their sleep and See, sleep doctor, many teenagers i have successfully taken off medications. And then uh, we have really helped a lot of uh, folks. So, that is a good question.
0: So, okay. Now, the other thing that I've noticed that is connected to sleep is weight gain or weight loss. Mm hmm. Because we, you know, we always hear a lot of people saying, "You know what? I'm doing, you know, everything I can. They're exercising, they're dieting, they're changing their what they're eating." But a lot of people don't know the important role that sleep plays in weight loss. Okay. Can yeah. Talk about that.
1: Yeah. Sure. Sure. So our lifestyle actually. Yeah plays a very important role in somebody's sleep. Um, it's why it's important because, you know, the upper airway, so the airway which comprise of nose, throat area, and, you know, lungs. So those mostly throat and nose area is dependent on the flow of air when we are awake or sleep, but sleep is important because during wake, your muscles are working more, and they can really keep that airway open. But when we sleep, that airway collapses because the muscle tone is gone. Some of the muscle tone is gone. So that's why it is really crucial for the airway to remain open. So when we sleep, if the airway collapses or becomes narrower, so why it gets narrower? Because if we gain weight and it's or it's not just weight, but it's also muscle or fat, mostly fat, but can be also, I see also in big athletes, you know, if they really become very bulked up. So their neck size changes. So if that changes, the neck is very soft tissue. So that can really put pressure on the airway. So the airways are also, the, there is a fat deposit, can happen in, around the airway. If the airway gets narrow, then you are really compromised when you sleep. As a result, your oxygen will be interrupted. So lack of oxygen, whether it's interrupted, um, which is, you know, whether you stop breathing, which will be apnea or you partially stop breathing, uh, which will be hypopnea or snoring, loud snoring right. with waking up. So all those can happen. So the results are devastating for body because body needs oxygen,
0: Right. Constant
1: flow. So that is a, that's why weight gain is a okay. So, element and that's why because we are seeing we are seeing such a big increase in obesity right so in other words
0: it's not just foods because i know you know it's like everybody tells you okay well you just need to switch your diet or you just need to exercise more but in that case it may just be people aren't getting the proper amount of sleep Yeah.
1: yeah and also there is a relationship it goes both ways so we gain weight we become sluggish and then uh, or develop sleep problem and mm-hmm. then it in it also increases your carb intake because you you actually crave for carb because they tend to be stimulating so ah. you, so, so you you actually gain more weight so we have to break this cycle so the so,
0: lack of sleep actually makes you crave carbs yeah uh-huh wow see I I didn't even know that like that that's super cool like I mean not cool that people crave yeah. carbs but yeah. I really did not know that that you know in other words the lack of sleep actually forms what you're craving okay yeah. so I know that in other words okay how would you remedy something like this if someone comes to you and says hey you know Dr. Moby I'm not sleeping well like you know what what is your first course of action I mean I'm pretty sure you're not just like saying well here take this and go home and see if it helps you sleep better
1: yeah yeah the medications are never answered on sleep so and for many reasons I would just that's a good question you asked and a lot of people have a tendency to do that have this expectation that uh, a doctor will give medication or they ask for medication and they say oh but you know it's uh, so that's remember medications are never answered to anything including sleep especially sleep okay sleep you'll ever get yeah the sleep you'll ever get with medication is not a normal sleep okay so when we do studies we can tell somebody's on medication
0: Okay. okay, wait, what do you mean by not a normal sleep? Because mm-hmm. I mean,
1: so, so I always...
0: it seems like, you know, in other words, like when you take something, you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. But so what do you mean by not normal sleep?
1: Okay, so by normal sleep is, uh, like I said, there are a lot of effects physiologically happening in the, in the brain when we sleep. So those are memory mm-hmm. consolidation as well as your hormones and, you know, the good things are happening. But if you take medications then those things don't happen because then your concentration all those might be impaired actually next day okay so most of time you have seen that if you take medication and you sleep you might be groggy next day or your reflex could be slow okay the reason is because there are yes you slept but that's not normal sleep so that's why it's important to actually establish your rhythm back to normal. And how we do that is very important. Pay attention to. Um, I always tell them, look at the birds and animals outside. Do they ever have sleep problem? I mean, mostly not. Not that we know of. That you know, any animal wandering around at night, you know, outside or falling from the sky. No.
0: Right. Because right.
1: They are. They follow. Them yeah they follow the rhythm you know
0: ah, they follow okay. the
1: rhythm so the, there's a rhythm in our brain there's a clock in our brain which synchronizes to outside world so take best use of that see light is our biggest enemy because we have this light at inappropriate times especially evening and night very bright lights and we don't go out during day at all Um, So, we are confined to the rooms and that really plays a very negative role in terms of your body rhythms. There's a rhythm in our body, every cell has a rhythm, so that rhythm is disturbed, okay? You you, you really need to help your body, not make it worse, okay? So, go out, spend some time out during day, look at the blue sky. The blue light of the sky is very, very powerful to reset your brain. So you need to look and get that positive energy. Spend some time outside during day. Uh, at night, do not have very bright lights. Don't. Uh, so pay attention to those. Those are small things, but they make a big difference. Wake up on time. Mm,
0: in other words, these are things that help you get back into the rhythm of a proper sleep.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, proper. see, we need to help our bodies, right. we, need to, we, we can make it, yes, you know, everybody parties, yes, but there's a limit for everything, oh. so most most people will come to me and say, oh, uh, I am, uh, you know, on weekend they go out and uh, party or weekend, and by Monday they want everything perfect, I'm so sorry, that might not happen
0: ah in other words too much partying is going to throw off your rhythm Mm -hmm. okay so here's a question I really do have especially now where people are working from home and a lot of people are working out of their bedrooms Mm -hmm. so like you know it's kind of one of those things of you get up you wake up you might not even get out of your pajamas because you know Who cares? No one really knows what you look like from, you know, uh, the waist down because you may be sitting on a Zoom call. Is that a good thing? Should they be really working in the bedroom or should they actually come into another room?
1: and that's another very good question so Lord, our brain is actually works out of recognition of environment which means that when we go to office your brain knows that this is office and there's the anticipation and there is already you know the brain readies for that same thing happens when you are supposed to enter your bedroom it's supposed to give you a signal to your brain that Enough is enough. Now let's relax and go to bed, right? So if you blur those lines, then it's not going to relax and it's not going to uh, to be beneficial. That's a very good question. So what you really need to do is have a working space or that you, when you are taking Zoom call or whatever call, even you are not dressed, but you need to have a dedicated space that you're going to sit there When you do this, uh, your brain knows that this bed is not the place you're going to start Zoom call on. Um, So try not to do that. Place where you sleep should be really used only for sleep purpose. Okay, Not watching TV, not be on Facebook, not doing things in bed. Once you blur those lines, brain cannot understand when you want to relax so it may help your brain so if you really need to do things you need to dedicate time and do a little more planned way don't you know like if you have thoughts in your mind and you know you're gonna keep thinking in the bed maybe put some time away from bed and say i'm four o'clock i'm gonna do nothing but think of what's bothering me and you will see that that practice is gonna really help your sleep it's all about discipline and organization.
0: Mm, in other words, organizing sleep into your schedule. Is, yeah, is that yeah, what you yeah. mean? Yeah, and so organizing? you need to
1: also, environment is a big part. Yeah, organizing or or, or uh, discipline yourself. So if you're taking, uh, you know, working from home, you need to have a desk or, or a space, label it that this is gonna, or whatever, uh, you know, do assign it this is as soon as you're gonna do things work related you're gonna come there do not start working from the bed
0: ah okay okay so i have a question and this is kind of like personal but Mm -hmm. the fam clan and i always have this kind of debate to nap or not to nap <laughs> so okay. are naps good or are naps bad because i'm one of those people like i'm an anti-napper like i i have to like not be feeling well in order for me to take a nap so is our is napping good is napping bad when should you nap and what is the optimal amount of time for a nap
1: Okay, so that's uh, another good question. So nap is by itself is not a bad idea, okay, so nap, but you have to limit the time, okay so nap should be limited to maximum of uh, thirty minutes. It should not be one hour okay So can you do more th- one or more than? Yes, you can do one or two but do not do more than that because uh, then okay. it's gonna mess up your nighttime sleep.
0: Ah, uh, okay
1: so yeah there are certain so uh, when you do there is in certain you know spanish um, areas they take siesta uh, right so so which which by the way it can happen so in lunch hour you know if you feel sleepy you can put alarm and i do it sometimes too If you're too tired, just take a break. Sleep 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. That's perfectly fine. Better than drinking coffee. And then you will see that your performance the rest of the day is perfect. Okay. But do not nap four or five times because once you do that, it means there is a problem. Then we need to fix the problem. Mm,
0: Okay. Okay. So... Okay, so in other words, my anti-napping theory is is pretty much mute, mutant and null, and, and, and yeah. mo <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, well, I mean, I, I would say just, uh, you know, people, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, having even, I have also employees, so I'd say if you need a break, that's fine, just tell them, when you go for a lunch break, say, yeah, you want to take a nap, that's fine, 15, 20, 30 minutes, okay. nothing's going to happen. So, and some people need that and a lot of, you will see your mood is much better, your work is really tremendously improved, Okay. way better than what coffee would do,
0: okay. so,
1: so it, it's not the wrong answer, but also there is also question is whether normally you need that or not. And uh, most people, let's say if somebody has insufficient sleep, they're not getting enough hours at night, then they will really need some nap, but it might happen Uh... a couple of times, but most people, uh, you know, if they're following their, like it then comes, becomes a big question of if you're sleeping enough hours or not. So, if you're not getting good out, by the way, that varies. Everybody's different. Some people need six hours, some need seven hours, some need eight hours. Don't go by the number, go by how you feel next day. Okay, if you, if you, if you feel uh, good enough and continue working, then don't nap.
0: Okay,
1: right. But it all goes by make sure, look at uh, your needs and look how your body is
0: performing. Right. Okay. Okay. So I heard you mention caffeine a couple of times. So like drinking coffee Mm -hmm. or something. Now, I know that, of course, there are so so many people. I am not one of them, but I know so many people that they can't get through the day without at least having a sip of coffee um what does that do like i've i've always thought of okay if you drink coffee late in the day then you won't be able to sleep so how does that work like because i've seen people drink coffee at like midnight and then like two seconds later they can knock out
1: yeah yeah and it's also depends any medication or or treatment or or uh, you know it depends on our genetics So some are fast metabolizers, some not. So they really metabolize very fast in their brain. And so normally the half-life of, um, uh, you know, is about three hours caffeine. Uh, So you need at least three times or four times that to get out of your system. So which means that if you take in the morning by, you know, nine hours or 10 hours, you you should be out of your system and you can sleep. But if you take in the afternoon, it's a problem. The other problem is, so everybody's effect is different. So if the same amount of dose of caffeine would have tremendous effect differently on you and me, you know, so uh, so it also depends on, like you said, some might take one cup of coffee and might be up for days, you know. Uh, on the other hand, some might need four or five cups. So it all plays out. Uh, how the body reacts to that. Generally, I don't recommend drinking coffee beyond notice.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, because I am definitely one of those up for days people. I, I have a cup of coffee and I think my limit has been two days awake, two to three days awake. So, yeah. Um, but, okay, so what about, because we hear it all the time and we're hearing it over and over, and there are so many things that are over the counter with this now. Melatonin, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people because I've even heard pediatricians telling people to give this to their children. So how how do we know when to say no to something like melatonin? Because I also found out that this is a hormone. This is not just necessarily a supplement. So your body does kind of like build up too much of it at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. And same thing, you know, like a general principle is, which is true for every medication, that medications are never your friend. Okay, so so if you really need a lot of these, then there has to be a problem and you better address that. So melatonin is naturally produced by your body and that's, um, you know, the light and dark, that's how your brain knows day and night. So our brain has a clock, um, you know, which uh, functions whether you are in a spaceship or not, it just keeps working 24 hours, 24 plus hours. And it kind of keeps going forward, forward in this automatic clock. Now, the, there's a way for brain to know this is day and night and that's through melatonin. So during darkness, melatonin increases as soon as you're exposed to light, the melatonin in the brain goes down, okay? So the accumulation of melatonin tells the brain it's nighttime or daytime, okay? That's how the brain knows. That's why it's important If during day, if you go out, then your brain knows that this is day and we need to be up. Okay. So the one of the biggest problem we face due to light is these melatonin levels. So remember I said at the beginning, during day you should be out and you should Right, be, right. Say, this is the melatonin story. Ah. okay so same so so if you are doing all this inappropriately then guess what will happen people won't go to sleep then they will need right. melatonin at night to to tell their brain that this is night time but the amount of melatonin how you use also depends and the time you use also matters so if melatonin by itself does not have very strong properties that it will just knock you down best use of melatonin is when you take the, so there's a, a melatonin curve which your brain follows. So if you follow that which we call circadian rhythm, there's like rhythm to, the, to your brain. So if you help that circadian rhythm and you take low dose a couple of hours before you go to bed, then it is perfect. but if, if once you try to go very high doses, then a lot of side effects start happening. And then, uh, you know, uh, those are not the best way.
0: Ah, uh, okay, okay. Wow. So, okay.
1: so the advantage is melatonin is a uh, short, uh, short. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Mobi, for telling us all of this I I actually learned a lot I mean because like I said we your sleep doctor is not someone that you know your doctor just says okay you know what um after you see me you're gonna see the sleep doctor so yes thank you so so much for explaining what you do and explaining the healthiness and you know what what sleep does for our health
1: And you can read, uh, my book is on Amazon, Kindle, and uh, paperback. Keep it simple, diet, sleep, and exercise. uh, uh, So you will look, uh, it's under that title.
0: And tell them where else they can find you, and especially with you on the Lifestyle Network.
1: Yeah, we have, the website is uh, lifestyletvchannel.com. Uh, and you can I'm also on Facebook lifestyle TV USA and then we are also on YouTube Uh, so you can reach out to any but you can certainly uh, go to our website and message us if you need Uh, we'll be very happy we have done a lot of programs and podcasts my podcast on iTunes is also about sleep a lot of sleep topics we discuss Uh, so if you want to check out that's gonna really help a lot of people
0: so guys don't worry if you're curious about sleep or making your sleep better all of dr moby's information will be in the show notes so you won't miss a thing but again thank you dr moby it has been a pleasure having you
1: thank you queen take care.
0: So guys, I hope that you gained a little bit more knowledge about what sleep medicine is and what it does. If you have any other questions, Dr. Moby's information is in the show notes and you won't miss a thing. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other and happy shopping. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from a little bit of everything with me podcast and you're listening to CQP Moments with the coupon queen pin. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.